March 21st, the first day of spring. Rejuvenation, rebirth, everything's blooming, all that crap. <laughs> Anybody else have a, a bit of trouble coming to terms with yesterday, March the 20th, being the first day of spring? We're joined by Paul Delaney, 640 Toronto astronomy expert, to talk about it. Paul, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the first day of spring usually on the 21st? Well, it actually is usually on the 20th, but the problem is whenever you see the dates for either the equinoxes or the solstices, they're often given in universal time, which is over there in England. So that creates a four or five hour offset. And then, of course, you know, our year is only 365 and a quarter days, so it moves six hours from year to year and then gets readjusted with leap years. It's complicated, is the short answer. Yeah, I thought you were going to clarify everything here, Paul. I'm uh, even more confused than I was earlier on. Okay, so let's back up to the actual definition. Yes. We get to the vernal equinox when the sun is moving from the southern celestial sphere to the northern celestial sphere, crossing what we call the celestial equator. That's the exact definition. So it's a, a point in space where the sun is compared to the Earth. And that happens 365 and a quarter days every single year in and year out. But as you well know, our year doesn't deal well with quarters, right? For three years, we have 365 days in our year, and then we all know there's a leap year on that fourth year. That leap year tries to help us out and keep the vernal equinox, the first day of spring, on the same day year in and year out over long periods of time. Uh, the, the old structures like Stonehenge and so they were built around a variety of astronomical cycles and, and they knew where things would be when over very long periods of time. But the calendar that you and I work with is sort of what we could think of as a seasonal calendar. And, and we don't like the first day of spring to meander off into April or pop back into February. We want it to stay put. And that's what people like Julius Caesar and the Julian calendar and then Pope Gregory and the Gregorian calendar were trying desperately to sort out and fix so that you and I wouldn't have to worry about this date meandering around the place. I can remember the 21st being the first day of spring. There's even a Seinfeld reference to March 21st being the first day of spring. Are we imagining things or did that, I mean, did it even happen here in North America? No, it did happen, absolutely. But since that point in time, which was now a number of years ago, things have been marching backwards and we're now firmly entrenched in March 20th. If you wait long enough, it's going to pop back into March 19th before it resets back into March 21. It's a very long cycle, though. How long? Uh, It really is a complicated thing because of this quarter day that changes year by year in our attempt to keep the seasonal calendar in sync with what the universe is actually up to. The universe doesn't care that it's 365 days and a quarter. You know, it just goes about its business and repeats year after year. It's we here on Earth who are trying to keep calendars straight. And and you'll watch, you know, we live on solar time, but 24 hours in a day very rarely happens. But on average, 24 is the right number. So we don't try and mess our our watches around from day to day, month to month with a changing length of day. We go with the average. And that's what's happening here with the calendar. So basically you're telling me long and short, I better get used to the fact that the first day of spring will no longer be on the 21st for a little while. We're looking at March 20th. You got it. Well, exactly right. (laughs) 
<laughs> now that we have that straight, anything else breaking the world of astronomy that we should know about? The big news is coming up this summer with the planets. We're getting all sorts of wonderful planetary uh, viewing opportunities. Jupiter, Saturn, Mars are all coming into our sky. Uh, and Mars, of course, in late July is going to be as close as the planet has been since 2003 giving us terrific viewing opportunities. So it's the planets that you're going to be watching out for this coming summer. Will we be able to see them with the naked eye? Oh, all of them are visible to the naked eye, but the real beauty is when you get behind the telescope. So that's your invitation to come up to the uh, Carswell Observatory here at York University. We'll show you wonderful planetary vistas. That's an invitation because you guys actually do open it up to the public, correct? Oh, I was hoping that you would think you were special, but you're right. Absolutely. Every Wednesday night of the year, we're open for those types of activities. And uh, starting in April, it's 9 to 11 o'clock at night. And people, I'm sure, can find out more on a website? Drop over to the York University Observatory website. It's all there for your information. Thank you, Paul, and happy spring to you. And happy spring to you, too.